Well, I was so busy fellowshipping, I forgot what we were doing here today. Well, it's a little late now. Everybody was fellowshipping. Everybody was having a wonderful time. So we're going we're gonna to corporately pray for the service in just a moment. As we're gathering in, uh, I realize not everybody that's coming is here yet, uh, but it would be your responsibility to tell them about this after the service. Yesterday, we had a wonderful time in the freezing cold and the snow and all that. I want to thank all the volunteers who helped us to distribute food yesterday. A round of applause for all of our helpers ministering to our community. But for whatever reason, we had less than usual uh, guest clients show up to receive food. So after the morning service, after the altar service, we really need you to do some vegetable evangelism out there to come out and take some food to folks in the area, friends, neighbors. If you got any enemies, give them some food too. And uh, we have out there lots of food. Out of the 200 cars, families we usually serve, uh, we probably had about 100. And so we're, uh, we got lots of stuff out there. And we have lots of onions. And we have, it would be a great time to have some French onion soup. We have lots of onions. We have pineapple, fresh pineapple. We have, well, I don't know how fresh it is, but it's, it's there. We have pineapple. We have, huh? Frozen, yes. We have uh, apples, bags of apples. We have bags of oranges. We have uh, cauliflower. We Oh, yes. Oh, thank you. If you like sweet potatoes, have I got a deal for you. You can take a case of sweet potatoes and we'll be just fine. So there's lots of sweet potatoes out there. And uh, I'll issue a challenge. Uh, one dish that I learned to really love down south years ago when we lived in Kentucky was sweet potato pie. So I think some of you ought to make some of those and bring them in. And uh, Wednesday crowd, bring them into Bible study, whatever. But we got lots of sweet potatoes. Then we have cauliflower. We have uh, heads of lettuce. We have bags of carrots. And we need to transfer them from the barn to your vehicle. And you can pass them out and give, be a blessing to somebody. How many of you know anybody that can use some food? Say, there you go. Be a part of blessing somebody this week. We're going to uh, invite you to stand with us right now. We're going to give praise to the Lord, and we're going to begin praising and worshiping him. We're going to invite you to be remembering today an event that happened in ancient Jericho centuries and centuries ago. But it's still real this morning, and we want you to be a part of it. Father God, we come in the name of Jesus today. We ask that Jesus would pass by this church that you'd come right in, you'd meet with us, you'd receive our praise, 
You do what you do, the miraculous. You touch and change lives. You heal broken bodies. You set people free from things that bind them. You give us wisdom and direction. You bring protection and watch care over us. You prepare a place for us in heaven that one day we'll spend eternity with you. We give you praise for all of it. Lord Jesus, pass by today. We'll give you praise in his name, the name of our Savior. Amen. Amen.
Good morning. Let's try it again. Good morning. All right. Is everybody glad to be at church today? Amen. Praise God. Uh, Papa Mark, if you want to come forward, please. We'd like to thank any and every guest that we have with us joining us here today at church. Um, this dashing young feller, young, um, this dashing young man has a connection card, and if you could just fill it out for us, um, that way we can keep in touch with you guys, and you guys can keep up to date with things that are going on here at the church. Um, if you're joining us in person or on the live stream, can we get a round of applause for our guests? And if you are a guest, just slip up your hand. As always, we have um, our midweek services on Wednesdays. Uh, we have a 10 a.m. Bible study. If you're able to make it out for that, we'd love to see you. But also, if you want to bring the family, we have uh, classes for all groups um, starting at 7 on Wednesday evening. So if you're able to come out for that, we would love to see you uh, come join us for that. Exciting for this week on Friday, the youth are having a half-nighter um, here at the church. And it's just going to be a great time for all the youth to get together, run out all their energy, and then go home and sleep nicely in their beds. So it'll be a great time. Looking forward to um, that. Also, I, I've skipped over this. Also, on Wednesday, uh, Pastor Bill, his um, outreach ministry to help the, um, the people in need and homeless, um, they will be making up sack lunches. So if you're able to help with that on Wednesday, uh, make sure you see Pastor Bill for any information. That handsome young fella right there. You can tell he's got the shine coming off his head. So, um, But if you're able to help with that on Wednesday as well as uh, Saturday at 4.30, they're going to be having their outreach here at the church. So if you're able to help with that in any way, I know it's much appreciated by Pastor Bill. Please reach out to him, and he'll get you all that information and get you set up with that. In your bulletins, we have in the next coming month, a lot of different things going on at the church. Um, so make sure you're reading your bulletins to keep up with everything coming in the next few weeks. Um, and then ushers, if you could come forward, please. Praise God. Join with me in prayer, please. Father God, we come in the name that's above all others. We're thankful, Father, that we serve a God that makes demons tremble. We pray, Father God, that you would bring faith to our hearts and fear to the enemy today. Take our offerings, our tithes, our gifts of love, our sacrifices that we bring to you, and we pray that you would touch these offerings, these gifts, and multiply them so that they can touch many li lives and many hearts. We thank you, Father, that you can use us to reach around the world to spread this good news of Jesus Christ. Bless this offering. Bless each one who gives. And I pray, Father, that they would know they're a part of kingdom work as they give. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen.
may be seated. Another day, like every other day. Uh, my name is Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus. That was my father who each day brings me to this, my spot. Uh, the place of this rock just outside the city gates of Jericho. I have come here since I was a small boy because the great joy of my parents 
when I was born became sadness all too soon. They named me when I was born Bartimaeus, son of Timothy. It made my father so proud. It, it was as if uh, I was called Junior. <laughs> A chip off the old block. But it stopped bringing joy to hear my name when very quickly they realized that their son was blind. They've never known what you call light. All is black. I, I, I've, I've never seen a person's face, but I have touched and I felt the tears of my mother. And she prepared some water for me and a small meal that each day as I sit by the city gates of Jericho, I would beg for money for food every day. And my father, Timaeus, he, he does not talk much. As we come from the house and he places me here and then returns for me at dusk. Every single day except the Sabbath. The Sabbath for me is being in my home alone, but it's just the same as being here, begging, asking for pity, asking for someone to do something nice for me. Children of the, of the city, I never was able to play with them growing up. And they mock me and call me old blind Bartimaeus. And everybody knows me, but they know me because I cannot see. They mock me, they make fun. But the worst of all is when they just ignore you and walk by. They say, well, why do you, why do you come to this spot? This is my spot. <laughs> there are other spots, but this is the best spot to ask for money. You see, we Jews are uh, kind of funny. Not funny, ha <laughs> ha, funny, hmm. 
uh, we believe in what is called a mitzvah. It is a, a good deed so that you get good deeds back. A, a mitzvah can be anything, but we, we believe, we Jews believe that if you're going into the city to do business or to purchase goods from the market, if on the way into the city you do a kindness, a mitzvah, then we believe that good things will happen to you in the city. <laughs> it doesn't always work out that way. <laughs> but that's what we tell people. <laughs> do a mitzvah, my friends, when you come into the city. And the best mitzvah you could do is to help a man who is born blind, who cannot see. Throughout the day, as people come into Jericho, I hear them coming and I, I yell out to them, alms, mercy. Sometimes I will play on them a little with a little a bit of a why in my voice. Gets them every time. Oh, I've got it down. At least I think I do. Some days they just walk on by. You can always tell a stranger they actually listen to me. The people of the town, they have long since stopped seeing me as I could not see them. Sometimes they will, they will drop in my hand a, a coin. And the children, they will come and drop pebbles just to mock me. One of these days, I'm going to throw the pebbles back. <laughs> if I could only see them. Here I will sit until I die. Every day, the shame of my parents is reflected as they hear me cry, alms, mercy, mikvah, mitzvah, until I am hoarse, the dust of the ground. The dust. <laughs> it's everywhere. We're here at Jericho. We are at the lowest point on the world. It doesn't get any lower than this. And here I sit. And here I beg. Perhaps they will give me a mite. It's the smallest Jewish coin. It's worth absolutely nothing. But sometimes if I get ten of them Someone will be kind and give me some flour to take home that I might have bread to come out and sit again tomorrow and beg and beg and beg some more. 
I wish I could die. You say, well, why don't you do something about it? What can I do? The tears of my mother will not cease if I die. And the shame of my father, Timaeus, will not cease if I die. The only thing that will stop is my voice. And call people to do a mitzvah, a kindness. Perhaps that is my role in life. Such a life. But I have heard, I have heard things. You know you hear things when you just sit there and people don't think you exist. They, they walk by, they'll stand and talk and talk and talk as if I'm just a rock. <laughs> That's all I am to them. A nuisance. A stumbling block. I, I, I've heard them come and they will talk politics. <laughs> Softly. <laughs> you don't talk politics with the Roman government. It does not end well. I've heard them talk about their families and their jobs and the things that they do and the crops they've raised and what they're coming in the city to do. I listen. And if I try to make comment, they just move on because I'm no one. I'm just a noise. I'm just a bother to them. They say that when you are blind, uh, your other senses uh, are better. Yes, I can hear things that I couldn't hear if I wasn't blind. But none of them bring me joy. I hear the mocking quite well. I hear people ignoring me quite well. never seen a tree but I have felt one I've never known the beauty that I hear that the sun is is it shining but I can feel its warmth but yesterday just just yesterday I I heard some conversations that were not normal, not usual. They, they spoke of a prophet that was perhaps going to Jerusalem and going through Jericho on the lower road to go up to Jerusalem for Passover. Well, this is nothing new, but we have rabbis and prophets. We've got prophets all over the place. <laughs> but they don't talk to me either. I'm no one to them. But this prophet they spoke of was different. They, they said that there is a prophet, a rabbi, 
from the land of Nazareth. I've never been to Nazareth. I don't know what, I don't even know what my city looks like. They said this prophet from Nazareth is passing this way. And that he is a miracle working prophet. A miracle worker. When you've been blind as long as I have, you lose hope that it can ever be changed. I have heard the stories, I, I can't go to synagogue, I, I stay here, I beg. I cannot go to the temple, it is against the rules for a blind man, for a lame man, for a cripple, diseased to go. There is something prophetic about uh, one day there will come a Messiah who will heal all the sick and all of them will be able to go into the temple. I don't believe it. But it is said. But people tell me, my mother, not my father, will tell me, his heart is broken. He is shamed in the community because we Jews, we are strange. We think that if you are blind like I am, your parents did something wrong. You are under a curse. So every day when I beg, it is a continual reminder of the curse that they are under. They do not know what they did wrong, nor do I. They have loved me and been there for me, but my blindness is a pain to them. This one that they say is coming is different. They have told me that in the Galilee where he walked, that miraculous things happened. I would overhear these things. They wouldn't tell me. I don't exist. They are blind to me. But that hearing that I mentioned before is very good. And I... I sit here, I'm, what else am I going to do <laughs> but listen in? They say this one from Nazareth, he, he spoke to someone who was deaf, and they heard. They said that this one, his name was Yeshua. You, you would call him Jesus. This, this Jesus... Uh, he found a crippled man. They lowered this crippled man into the house where he was speaking. And he spoke a word. And the lame man walked. <laughs> Can you believe it? I don't know. They said this Jesus even spoke to a man in the synagogue who had a withered hand. I don't understand how he was there. But when he left, his hand was whole like the other. 
something began to stir in me as I heard these stories of this one called Jesus. That maybe, just maybe, he will see me. And he will do something for me that no one else can do. Perhaps, just perhaps, I could be a somebody to him that he would see and take notice of. I'm not begging for healing, but I will beg if I must. I listened to one the other day that said this Jesus walked on the water. I've never seen the Sea of Galilee. My whole life has been here by the side of the dusty road that leads to Jericho. Others spoke of this Jesus that the Pharisees didn't like him. (laughs) Any enemy of the Pharisee is a friend of mine. They are mean-spirited people. If Jesus gets their hatred, it's a point in his favor. I heard others that said that even a dead person was raised to life again. I heard that lepers consumed by the disease were healed when they came in contact with this one called Jesus. I heard that one day he was walking in the temple court and he saw a blind man, blind from birth. Ah, My ears perked up at that. Blind from birth. And he healed him. And the blind man saw. Could this be possible, my friends? I'm sorry I have taken up your time telling my woeful story, but could it be possible that this Jesus is that Messiah who will turn things to God and bring mighty healings to the people of the Lord? We Jews have suffered much. And I suffer each day. Could it be possible? Could this Jesus do something for old blind Bartimaeus? hear a crowd coming. You you can tell it's not just one or two people. It's a crowd. (laughs) I I hear it's a large crowd. I I hear them coming. I I can't make out what they're saying, but I hear them coming. Yes, yes, I do. What? What? Jesus. Jesus. Is coming. 
has to come by my spot. But with a crowd of that size, he will not see me as I cannot see him. Jesus, son of David, have mercy upon me. Jesus, son of David, I went, People are coming up to me and telling me to be quiet, to be silent. I am troubling Jesus. He's come to Jericho on his way to Jerusalem. Leave him alone. He can't be bothered with a blind man. I will not be silent. Jesus! <laughs> Son of David, have mercy upon this blind man. Jesus, son of David, have mercy. This Jesus wants me to come to him. You will take me now. I will find my way to his voice. Jesus! He, he knows my name. He calls for me to come. I, 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 I've never met him. How can he? Perhaps he is this Messiah. Perhaps he is this long-awaited one. I... Come to him. I hear the crowd moves away. I can hear it. He, he speaks softly to me. <laughs> he sees me. You have no idea what that means to me. If nothing else ever happens to me, I am no longer a nothing, a nobody, a nowhere. This Jesus sees me. He called me to himself. He, he, I sense he's moving closer to me. He, he's reaching out his hand. Receive your sight. I am afraid to open my eyes. But I see something I've never seen before. I believe it's called and yet it is the best pain I have ever had, 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 had. Jesus oh Jesus <laughs> thank you Jesus for passing this way my friends this story happened many, many years ago.
And yet I relive it every day. My life was changed when Jesus passed by where I was. I, I was in my spot. <laughs> Jesus came to where I was and everything was changed because Jesus passed by where I was. He saw me when everyone else did not. I have good news for you. He sees you today too. Each one of you. I believe that this Jesus according to the word of God is passing by this place this morning. There you are in your place. How many of you sit pretty close to that place every time you gather? Can I see your hand? Oh, I love saying that. May I see your hands? <laughs> Eh, pretty close. So what makes that place any different today than other days? It's not where you are. How many of you are pretty much the same person you were the last time you sat there? Nothing's changed. But what has changed is who's passing by. His name is Jesus. Would you say it with me? Jesus. Jesus. That day there were people trying to keep me from crying out to him. There are still people that want you to just sit in your spots. And oh, maybe you may raise your hand or sing a praise or something. But do it respectfully. You wouldn't want to disturb anyone. You wouldn't want to wake him up. You, you wouldn't want to disturb anybody or seem out of control. You just sit in your spot. And Jesus passes by. And you're the same spot you were in before he passed. Now, I cannot tell you who else Jesus touched that day, but he touched me that day. And I'm a changed man, but you know what hasn't changed? Jesus hasn't changed. The scriptures say that he is the same yesterday, today, and uh, what was it? Uh, forever? So there you sit in your spot. If that's true, say amen. It's the same spot you were in last week. Amen. And the week before that, and the week before that. 
but I have good news. This Jesus who passed by where I was, right to my spot, he heard my cry. And everything was different then. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Do a mikvah for me. A mitzvah for my life. A, a blessing. Oh, my goodness. My goodness has nothing to do with it. I was just in my spot. But I called to one who was passing by. And it's no longer my spot. <laughs> you wouldn't believe the face of my mother and father when I ran home that day. It didn't hit them for just a few moments. I, I, I knocked on the door. <laughs> And mom came to the door. The face that I'd never seen before with my eyes, that I had only touched with my hand. I had felt the tears coming down. There were tears coming down her eye, but they were not out of pity. They were not out of sorrow. They were tears of joy on my mother's cheeks. can see. She screamed. And my father, he was in the other part of the house. What do you want? <laughs> what? Why, why, why are you screaming? Who is at the door? <laughs> I ran to my father. He says, my father, Jesus passed by and I can see you for the first time. My father who walked around as if the weight of the world was upon him because of the shame his son was born blind. It must have been sins that he or my mother had committed but the sin is ob obviously not there because I can see and it's all because of Jesus. <laughs> I'd never seen my father cry before. <laughs> I had felt a look of disappointment. You know what I mean? You can feel it. But now his eyes are wet with tears of joy as well. We danced as a family. <laughs> and I never sat in that spot again. Because Jesus passed by. Well, Bartimaeus, what are you saying? You're saying we ought to move from our spot? Or what are you no. I didn't say I didn't visit the spot. 
But when I would visit and walk by, I would stand out there as visitors came into the city. They say, excuse me, and they would look at me because I could look at them. And I said, you know what happened right here? No, tell us. Someone called Jesus passed by. And I was totally blind, but now I see this Jesus wants to pass by your life as well. My friends, moving to another spot will not change you. But when Jesus passes by and you call upon him, that can change you. But I've prayed before. You think I hadn't? You think old Bart, we, I just sat there and said, oh, well, you know. No, I prayed. But it was one special day when I cried out to the one who passed by. And he heard my cry. <laughs> and once I was blind, but now I see. I see faces in a beautiful town the spring of Elisha, it's right there in town. I see the people coming from all over, and I get to tell them about my spot and the one who passed by. And my story is just about over. But I'm believing that your story is just about to start. Because according to the scriptures, this Jesus will pass by wherever two or three are gathered together in his name. Do, do we have that many here today? I wonder if this Jesus who's promised to pass by when we gather in his name will pass by today. Is there anything in your spot that needs Jesus to touch today? Some here may, may not have your heart right with him. I very quickly after I received my sight in the physical, I received my sight in the spiritual, and I became aware that he is the light of the world and received him as my Lord and my Savior. He wants to come to your spot today. He wants to come into your life if you call out to him, Lord Jesus, Son of God, the Messiah, have mercy on me. It's his mercy that will save you. His grace that will wash your sins away. Some will say, oh, don't, don't cry out. Don't get excited. Uh, keep your composure. 
I'm so glad I did not keep my composure. I kept calling until he called me back. I don't know when he first heard me. I believe he heard my cry before he ever started on the journey to Jericho. And it was just at the right time, at the right moment, he called me to himself. My friends, some of you need to call upon him for his mercy today for salvation. How many, is there anyone here in your spot? You need healing right where you are. What would it be like if Jesus in the physical walked by today? Would you just stay in your spot? I think not. Oh, some are stubborn, they would. But there's a slight difference between stubborn and stupid. If you knew by faith that Jesus was passing by the center aisle of this place today, is there anybody here that would cry out, Lord Jesus, have mercy on me? Anybody? What if somebody said, oh, you're getting out of control? Would you just say, oh, okay, I'll keep quiet. I know Jesus is passing by, and he could do a miraculous thing in my life, but I don't want to be uh, obtrusive. <laughs> I can't even spell that. My friends, what is holding you back in your spot today? from crying out with abandon. Lord Jesus, Son of David, have mercy upon me. Are you afraid of what someone will say? Are you afraid you may be disappointed? Are you afraid uh, whatever? Jesus, is passing by today. You can stay in your spot or you can follow his call and ask him to touch what needs to be touched today. Your spot is still there but you're different now. And from that spot, you can tell others, look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done in my life. And the spot will never be the same for you or for those you share with. But you just sit in your spot. Just sit there. Let Jesus pass by. Let one old blind guy receive his sight. Oh, that's nice for him. But oh, my friends, don't pass up the one who is passing by today.
Forget about all of the reasons why you shouldn't cry out to him and come to him at the place of prayer. Forget about them all. And say, if there's even a chance, and there is, that this Jesus can touch me. I will cry out to him. I will go to him. And I will fall before him today. I ask that you would stand with me, please. It's just some background music plays. The sad song of me coming in and but he can take the sorrow and turn it around. This place is open. For him to turn your tears of sorrow into tears of joy. Could anybody cry out to him in the house today? Jesus, have mercy on me today. My story is finished. But my place will never ever be the same. I need my deacons and pastors to come to be praying with anybody who wants prayer. The anointing oil is here on both sides. I await to hear someone cry out, Jesus, have mercy on me. Jesus, have mercy on me. Jesus, oh Jesus, pass by. Have mercy on me today.